Welcome to the Couch Fans Podcast, everyone. I'm your man, the Captain, and we got a good one for you today. Today's guest is a special guy, Matt Jackford. He is a composer extraordinaire, a rock star, a WVU sports fan, and an awesome ping pong player. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Possibly the most special guest we've ever had. Wow, that's incredible. This guy has done a little bit of everything. Um, he is already a, a star radio personality. What? Bye. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there. Great. Perfect. <laughs> he is a star radio personality. He is a, uh, you're in a rock band. He plays trombone, plays keyboard, plays piano. He played baritone back in the day. Uh, he's a Steelers fan. One of the most interesting guys you're ever going to meet. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Matt Jackford. Yeah. How you doing, man? Great, Bradley. Great great to be here with you. And um, I feel like a rock star, really, with my mom yelling there. <laughs> I just feel real cool right now. I mean, it's like a rock star, you know, just rocking out in your garage by right. day. And yeah, yeah. Playing a little piano, maybe a little tennis here and there. A little tennis. Yeah. Bradley just uh, worked me on the tennis court. I don't know. Uh, if I can recover from that, uh, we played on the uh, the clay courts in honor of the French Open. Yeah, so uh, it's a pretty good match. Now there's a lot of sand in my shoe, but uh, <laughs> but it was, yeah, I was like real competitive when until Bradley broke the string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you technically beat me because I defaulted. I was up four nothing. I'm playing with my mom's racket. Hey, mom. <laughs> and uh, I just hit this awesome forehand, and four strings broke at one time. Yeah, and then he still played uh, the rest of the rally and still won the point So with the four broken strings. Four broken strings. Pretty incredible. And so, you know, when you break a string, it kind of shows you how good of a tennis player you are, because, like, really good players will break them more often. I usually break maybe once a month. My mom never breaks strings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> once every three years, maybe. Yeah. Those, those are overdue, I think. Yeah, I think they were like five years overdue. <laughs> so she's probably actually going to thank me when she finds out. I don't think I've ever broken a string. Well, no, I shouldn't have admitted that. <laughs> so the first time I broke a string, it was sophomore year of high school. We were on the tennis team. And I was doing that thing that like players do like when you're playing baseball before you play and you like hit the baseball bat off the back of your shoe. But oh, I did it with my yeah, tennis yeah. racket and I hit the tennis racket off the back of my shoe. And my strings broke. <laughs> and I didn't have another racket. And this was right before a match? <laughs> right before a match. Did you play? or what, Yeah, what I got, like, got my mom's racket and played. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I need you. <laughs> but I was like so like excited because I broke a string, but then I didn't want to tell anybody because it wasn't through like an awesome shot. It was through kicking the strings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's, uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you tell people about that? Just, you don't. <laughs> keep it a Until now, you keep it a secret for 15 years, bring it back out. Bring it up for a podcast. Yeah. So let's talk about your uh, rock and roll lifestyle, man. You are oh, like, man. you are probably the top composer in the state of West Virginia. You are um, a rock star with the company stores. You play <laughs> um, valve trombone, you play keyboard, you um, write a lot of the songs. What's it like being like the musical star of our generation? Wow, wow, the songbird of our generation. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I mean, it's. Uh, I wouldn't go that lofty with it, uh, but um, I have feel like I've ingrained myself pretty well here in West Virginia in the musical scene, between uh, writing music, you know, for uh, orchestra, symphony, or bands, um, concert bands, and writing sheet music, things like that, or just playing with the uh, company stores and playing uh, rock music and. 
living that hard rock lifestyle. <laughs> you guys have been touring a lot, right? Yeah. You've, you've got two albums out. Mm-hmm. You uh, you toured down in Raleigh the other day. I saw you. You guys were awesome. Yeah, yeah. We played at, what, the Poor House, right? Poor House in Raleigh. Yep. Yeah. See, I'm so rock that I forgot the name <laughs> of the venue that I was playing at. Um, but that was that was cool to go down in Raleigh and near Durham and all that. And, uh, it's great. We come back to North Carolina probably at least uh, once a month, maybe sometimes twice a month. So we're we're in that area where Asheville, nice or uh, Boone, where uh, Appalachian State is. So we've been all over all over the um, that state. So is it pretty crazy? Like when you when you do these concerts and then like just chicks just come up to you afterwards and like oh my god are you the valve trombone player yeah like oh my god i didn't know trombones could have valves like that (laughs) wow so yeah i play this instrument it's not a slide trombone you don't slide it but you you play valves like a trumpet and uh yeah the ladies just love it they They do yeah they come up to you afterwards they're like Like, what is that (laughs) that's usually that's usually the question oh really what what is that and then, what, what, and then I tell them, and then that's about it. That's about, and then they walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'll get you a beer. And then when I, by the time I say that, they're gone. Oh shoot, that's too bad, man. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the valve trombone is it's it's nobody has really sees that anywhere. You know, you don't see it in hey, orchestras. Our, our you know. high school uh, band director. Yeah, yeah. Our, that's about it. That's the <laughs> only place that I would ever have known about a valve trombone. But so I bring it out and it's it's a pretty good novelty like thing. I think people always are interested in what, what the heck that thing is that I'm playing. It looks like a hybrid trumpet trombone. Trump, trump bone. A trump bone? Trump bone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so dude, um, so at the concert in Raleigh, did you see, I think Lauren was there? Yeah. So, um, you remember my funny little story from high school band? No, I don't. <laughs> we were, uh, so we were in marching band. I was playing trombone. You were playing baritone. And we were doing the razzle-dazzle part, which is where we kind of, like, oh, cross yeah. over each other. And it's kind of a mess, but it's, like, a coordinated mess, right? And so I got this trombone. Organized chaos. And um, she is a clarinet player, and she was right in front of me. And she had her hair up in a ponytail with a little hair clip on it. And so I was passing, and I crossed over her, and... My trombone spit valve got stuck in yeah. her hairpiece. Oh, and yeah, And it yeah, got yeah, stuck yeah. in the middle of the razzle-dazzle, <laughs> and I couldn't get it out. So I had to, like, follow her for the rest of our practice, like, for another 20 seconds. <laughs> and and that was fine. Like, I was just kind of following her around because nobody else knew what was going on. But then when uh, when the guy blew the whistle and stopped it, everybody was staring at us. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, up. I'm still stuck in her hair. And this is like your spit Bradley, valve. get your bone out of her hair. <laughs> That's like where your spit comes out of. Oh, gross. on top of her hair. True. And, and finally I got it out, but like, and that was spit really everywhere. awkward. <laughs> spit all of She never hair. looked at me the same way again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I hope that was a nice reunion then the uh, other night when you saw her. Well, I just looked at her. I'm like, I think that's her, but I'm not going to initiate anything. I tried to like say hi to her and she didn't say hi back. Is who I got my slide stuck in her hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it is. I don't know if I ever told my wife that story, but <laughs> shout yeah. out to the wife. <laughs> Maybe on uh, your anniversary you should tell. So you were... Um, we're. This is also we're recording from West Virginia. First ever podcast recorded here in West Virginia for us. A big deal. You're like a diehard WVU fan, right? Your whole life, like football, basketball, everything, right? Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of the above. So they had a really good season in basketball this year. I oh, know. I love the the press Virginia. Press Virginia was awesome. People, they just did full court press all time. Uh, Huggins is the Darth Vader of the press. The Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
He uh, he had recently had his picture taken. He had his hood up on it, and he looked like he was a Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I love Huggins because you know a lot of these coaches like Shaka Smart. Like he likes to run with the players. Huggins is like what three hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, and, like the probably the biggest coach in the whole NCAA. And yet, he runs the press with his team. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like, how does he coach it? Like, hey, I, I can't go over there and show you what to do, but, you Yeah, know. but you got it. You, you all figure it out. You all take it from here. Yeah, he usually just sits on that stool and uh, <laughs> that pullover hoodie that he wears. He used to wear suits, and then I think, like, one time he uh, wore that gold suit. Like, it was an all-gold suit, and everybody gave him crap for it on, like, ESPN and everything. And then he just stopped wearing suits. And he just wore jumpers after that. He was like, I'm not doing this if I'm going to get called out for it. So uh, he just, uh, now he wears jumpers. He's comfortable. Yeah. I well, like that. Know, like the he, only guy in the whole NCAA that doesn't wear a suit. And, and not only does he not wear a suit, he wears like, you know, Adidas jumpsuit. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, I think he just figured out that he could get away with wearing a jumpsuit at work. And uh, so there, there he is. <laughs> now he's wearing it every day. Yeah. So... I thought you guys had that win against uh, Gonzaga, too. Uh, we the, should have uh, had Sweet them. 16, you had them. We should have had them because we would have beaten the next team. Uh, they were like a 13 seed that Gonzaga had Xavier It Butler was something. Yeah, Xavier. Yeah, and they weren't weren't great. And so I feel like if we had just edged out Gonzaga, we would have gotten to the uh, Elite Eight and then maybe, you know, beaten Xavier and gone to the Final Four, which, you know, we had poten- plenty of potential to do that. We were very close. It was a fun team to watch too, because yeah, because they like... get all sorts of turnovers, and um, and they get you know uh, they pass the ball around a lot. Um, Plus, you get to see Huggins on the sideline, Huggins you know? like chewing He's people out, so getting funny. angry and stuff like that. He's just like an angry guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's how he looks. Yeah, yeah, I think that's his like demeanor. That's his. That's the face he puts on. Uh, but you know, he's like a lovable guy because that you know when he was in the Final Four with Deshaun Butler, he would. Uh, you know, he was really um, caring when he when Deshaun Butler got hurt. He was like, mm-hmm. really sympathetic and really caring. So I think you know his angry front is just a is just a face he puts on. He's really just a lovable dude. He's just a really lovable dude. Huggy bear. He's like like a tennis ball. Like on the outside, it's like rubber. It's hard, but on the inside, it's like fluffy. Yeah, yeah, right. Something like something that. like that. <laughs> Huggins the tennis ball. Yeah, sure. Nice. So, Matt here is probably one of the most intense ping-pong players I've ever seen. Oh, man. Like, every point, you yell. Like, yes. either, like, good or bad. Yes. So, talk about your strategy and, like, how you got to that point where you're just like, yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, no. <laughs> Mostly against me. I have no. to express some sort of emotion after every point. Um, it's just, you know, you get really into it. You want to you wanna win sometimes. And, you know, I think after this podcast, I'm going to probably take you down, Brad. I don't think so. I'm probably <laughs> You might win. get, like, two points. Well, we've got, I've got home court advantage right now, so I wouldn't be talking shit. Uh, excuse me. Talking crap. You can use it. Well, you guys used to have um, the light, like, in the middle of the table, yeah, right? Yeah, now we moved it. Well, we, you know, we had to get this piano in here somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used to have to hit the ball, like, less than two feet high, or else it would hit the chandelier in the middle right. of the table. Yeah. So now you don't have that. It's going to open up the game a lot. This is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different challenge. <laughs> uh, you know, we play, uh, we play, you know, can't lose on your serve, and we play straight off after five serves. Oh, you play at 21. Play at 21. Uh, skunks at 7 and 11. <laughs> um, I think that's all the particular rules. Oh, if the ball's going out and you hit it, it's it's it doesn't count against you. Okay. What if it hits the out. wall? Because like, your your table has a wall it's right out. next to it's it. Out. It's out. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's a good strategy to try to hit the, t- the wall. Yeah, if you can hit it in and then hit the wall, 
That's yeah, that's part of the strategy. Okay. Yeah. Nice. No bounces, man. You can't bounce. <laughs> You're not. This is how I grew up. Now I take this super seriously. <laughs> this isn't squash. You can't bounce it off the walls. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty cool though if you could. Ball. Yeah, yeah. It would be cool, but it'd be. I feel like I would just own everybody because I would know all the angles. <laughs> you just make up rules as you go along. Like, yeah. oh no, if it's the the ground one time, then bounces up and hits yeah, the table. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Then yeah, then you're gold, and you get twenty points, and you only need one more point to win. Yeah, because I take it super seriously now. You know, for all of our loyal listeners, we talked about ping pong a lot on this podcast, and you know, I usually play to eleven best of five games. Um, but this is how I grew up, you know, playing at yeah. Jackford's table, yeah. playing with the chandelier in the middle of the table <laughs> with the wall on the side. Like, you know, if it's something tough luck, get over it. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, like a putt-putt course, you know, like there's just all these obstacles in the way. But yeah. you have to learn to get around it. It's just about skill, you know. Uh-huh. It's like you have a putt-putt course and you're just playing the same putt-putt course every day and then somebody else comes in. Right, and they have to play they gotta putt-putt figure course. it out. And they usually don't. That's why I usually beat Davey here. Davey. 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 Shout out to Davey. <laughs> Shout out to Davey. I haven't Davey. talked to Davey in like five years. It's been a while. It's been a while. Quick yep. break. We're actually going to broadcast the game of ping pong that me and Matt played. The first ten points were a wash, going five off. <laughs> Brad says he's going to win 15 in a row. Come on. Matt gets frustrated again. As he loses a couple points in a row. This chair is just right in the way. It's your house, man. <laughs> there is just no way. I'm just saying. Five, man. Brad takes a 10 5 lead leading up to the greatest point in the match. No way. I just slapped the crap out of it. And after getting hit in the head and losing the point, Matt continues to lose a lot now. Brad takes a 20 to 5 lead. Now, can he win that last point to win 16 in a row? Matt briefly relishes in his chance to get one point off a ball that hit the net one hour before Brad finishes him off for good. Back to the interview. So let's talk um, food, because I think we both love some food. I do. So let's try to get a top ten list. Sorry, that's too long. Top five list, best food to eat while you're watching a game. Watching a game, okay. Um, you know, I would say like some sort of dip. <laughs> I like the spinach artichoke dip. dip. Oh, you like the the Tostitos dip? Yeah, the the, um, the, the classic the spinach artichoke is good. I I like this like sausage dip that my family makes. Sausage dip. Sausage dip. <laughs> is it just like sausage in a bowl, and you just have to like dip it with <laughs> it's so all kind of mixed together it's all kind of mixed together yeah it's more liquid than it sounds so you like <laughs> boil the sausage you melt the sausage into this like into this frothy like, liquid thing. yeah yeah it's pretty amazing it sounds way better than we're describing it <laughs> <laughs> i don't eat sausage so i probably oh that's true it. yeah yeah it's not uh 
So, okay, number four. I'm going to go crazy here. All right. Let's go hummus and pita. Hummus and pita? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go crazy. That's Middle Eastern. That's pretty healthy, too. Mm -hmm. That'd be too healthy for me. Too healthy for you. Yeah, I'd be like, like, maybe if you're out to eat. Yeah, where's the cholesterol? Yeah, I mean, you got to, like, put, I don't know, like, sausage on top of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't do it, but. (laughs) (laughs) That was a long, maybe. All right, so we got number five is the dip. Yeah, five, and then hummus pita. Hummus pita. Number three, um, I would say wings. I kind of want to put them up higher, though. Yeah, let's wait on chicken wing. I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Wings are pretty, pretty crucial. Um, uh, what else do you eat? Uh, burgers? What about burgers? Burgers are always good. Yeah. Burgers are good because, like, you can eat the burgers to start your, your meal, and it'll, like, fill you up halfway. Because if not, like, I feel like I'll just keep snacking, 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 but the burger grounds you. It's like, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I know I had a good meal out of this. I don't feel pressure. I need to get my calories <laughs> yeah, while yeah, watching yeah. this game. Yeah, that's what it is. It's pressure to get your <laughs> calories, yeah. I mean, I worry I don't eat enough, right? I only get, like, 5,000 calories a day. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. With my uh, crazy, you know, exercise plan, you know. Yeah, this guy, um, by the way, Jackford's super ripped. Now, we're oh gonna put my shirt- God. <laughs> we're going to put shirtless pictures of him uh, up on our Facebook page. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, like it, like the page so that he'll take it down. <laughs> <laughs> if we get 50 we'll likes on the page, it. I'll take it down. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There we go. Uh, let's do that, man. Give you some incentive. Oh, man. Yeah, true. So we got uh, spinach artichoke dip. Yep. We got hummus and pita. Uh-huh. Burgers. We got burgers. I think we know what number one is. Yeah, definitely wings for number wings one. Wings is number one. Let's, let's just go ahead and... Go out of order a little bit. Yeah, yeah, go out of order and just reveal that one. Um, number two. Um, man, that's a tough one. Can you say beer? <laughs> it's got calories in it. You yeah, know? I think it's a got meal wheat. sometimes. Yeah. So you like beer with your wings? Yeah. And celery, too. Celery? Celery. Okay. Yeah. And uh, ranch. Not blue cheese. Don't go blue cheese. No, no, no. Celery, Please, yeah. no blue cheese. Yeah, I don't get when get people get that. that. It's all, like, here. chunky, like... Yeah, it's weird yeah. texture. It's weird, like... Uh, Kind of weird taste to it too. And you're like, is it moldy? Like, like <laughs> it is moldy. It's like cheesy, it. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. Um, but it's like more moldy than <laughs> normal cheese. <laughs> um, so yeah, I st- usually stay away from that. Um, but ranch, celery, wings, a little beer, beer, which is our number two meal <laughs> for sporting events. We're, we're really healthy, you know, as you will see from Jackford's shirtless photo. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I really hope that doesn't happen. We'll see if that you can get like one of those, you know, those aprons with like the naked guy on the picture of the apron, but it looks like you. Oh yeah, you there that? we go. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> It'll just be me, just you. Yeah. All right. So I want to play a little game, Jack. For okay, um, play a game called role play. Okay. So we are each going to assume the role of a prominent sports figure and have a little situation that we need to argue through. <laughs> All right. So you are going to be Roger Goodell. Okay. And I'm going to be Tom Brady. <laughs> and we are in the deflate gate hearing and we are talking about whether or not I, Tom Brady, should get punished for deflating footballs. Yeah. Well, All right. You obviously. ready? Yeah. Ready? Go. So Roger, I don't... I don't I didn't do anything wrong. Why are you trying to suspend me? Oh, because uh, you're a cheater? I'm not... A liar? <laughs> Why? There's no evidence that you did anything. That uh, I did anything wrong. Yeah, uh, we measured the footballs, and we saw that they were uh, deflated. Saw you fondling the balls. I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, we saw you. We caught you fondling the balls, 
and uh, deflating them and uh, using your hands to deflate them. You know, I'm the best player of all time. I've won like yeah. 20 Super Bowls. Because you cheat. Check the stats. Because you cheat. 20 Super Bowls. <laughs> I've never cheated in my entire 20 life. 20 Super Bowls? You just won how many Super Bowls you have. Hey, hey, 20 Super Bowls. Check the stats, man. Well, how many Super Bowls have you won, Roger? Um, all of the Super Bowls? All of the Super Bowls. Because <laughs> I'm the president. You. Everybody I'm loves me. I'm the commissioner, me. and I'm better than you. By the way, Peyton Manning sucks. I give you your paycheck. Peyton Manning sucks? That is my... That's my child. <laughs> Peyton Manning sucks. That is my child. He's a cheater. He says Omaha too much. I'm personally that. more of an Iowa guy. I, I don't... Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't like... Uh, you know, I don't like that. And I don't really like the nationwide commercials, but... It's my child, you know? I love him. You said, Roger, you gave birth to the Peyton as he is today? <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I fathered him. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> that was a big reveal there. That right? was big. I mean, I big feel like we can make a, a drama. Yeah. Just have, like, different episodes. Next time you come back, we'll have, like, part two, what happens. Like, the I'm your father. What's the big step after that? Yeah, yeah. This That almost got Star Wars-y on us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Goodale, nationwide is on your side. I hate those commercials, man. <laughs> like, and they have the Brad Paisley now. He's from West Virginia. Shout out. Um, nationwide is on your side. Like, how many times are you going to say that? I know. Like, I'm not going to buy your car insurance. <laughs> That's the worst type of commercial. I like the food commercials. And because you can think about what the food tastes like. You know, if they show like a Whopper on sale, like, you could think, oh, Whopper, that sounds really good right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or like Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, Beer Wings Sports, cool. Oh, car insurance, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, let me go buy some car insurance Whoa. right now in the middle of the day. It's the one thing I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little boring, isn't it? And you then can't the, really eat it. There's so many bad ones too, like <coughs> Geico ones. The, the oh, flow. The, the Geico, I hate the, flow. I hate flow too. My friends actually worked at Progressive, and they would people would call in and be like, "Is this flow?" <laughs> <laughs> and they think they're so clever. Uh-huh. That's uh, flow's the worst. The gecko thing was, like, cute at first, and then it just, like, really ran its course, like, at least eight years ago. <laughs> it's been around, like, 20 years. It's been around since high school, I feel like. And the Geico's gotten more and more, like, better technologically. Like, it's, yes. it's like, super accurate now. Like, it's actually how a real gecko would walk it's and got, talk like, uh, and scales and, scales and yeah, stuff, yeah. big eyes. Yeah. It used to just be, like, a lizard, and they would just, like, film the lizard and then do the commercial and, like, cut it so it looked good. Yeah. But now it's, like, kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got the, uh, you know, the uh, CGI from uh, George Lucas, I guess. Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, George, uh, we need another Geico commercial. Yeah, all right. What? Another one? <laughs> this has been 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I'll get off the couch, I guess. You know, you guys probably know about Beethoven. You know about Bach. You know about those composers that are so good that they just have one name yeah. in their title? Jackford. <laughs> wait, wait for it. Wait a couple of years. Wait, yeah, give it at least. And give be like, it oh, five that's a Jackford song. I don't know Jackford. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Beethoven of the twenty first century. Oh, that's a that's a classic Jackford. Jackford second. Oh, what a symphony. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've got some uh, uh, some gigs coming up. Actually, um, I'm doing one uh, where uh, so the rock band I'm in, Company Stores, is going to play. With the orchestra here in town, West Virginia Symphony Orchestra, mm-hmm. and I'm going to write all the arrangements out and write all the music parts, and um, so it's basically playing the songs, our songs, and then adding orchestra to them. So, nice. Yeah. 
and then I'm writing all that this. makes it sound so much cooler like, oh, it's when you're really like great. just playing and the orchestra comes in mm-hmm. you're like oh my god like just takes it to a different level yeah oh it's gonna be awesome um it's yeah it adds so much more color so much more depth to it um there'll be the nice strings and there'll be you know trombones nice hopefully nobody will get it stuck in their hair um (laughs) and you know it'll be nice to uh fill out the sound with the orchestra i think so um also the uh youth symphony uh, here west virginia youth symphony orchestra uh, i just finished a piece of music for them and they're gonna take it and tour europe with it that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's gonna happen in about a week or two i think two weeks so Hopefully that all goes. So you're, you're kind of a big deal. That's what you're trying to say. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> He's a, being couple, too humble. A couple gigs here and there. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, man. Matt, thanks we'll for having have me. you again soon, man. Thanks for coming here. I feel like I should play this out on the piano. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, we've never done this before. All right, uh, Mr. Matt is going to play us something on the piano. Before we let Matt play us out, uh, special thanks to Matt Jackford for coming on. Check him out on the company stores. And remember to subscribe for future podcast updates. Captain. <laughs>